in a world where frauds and scams can be disguised as legitimate opportunities and anyone can be a self-proclaimed business expert. Who do you trust? Before you invest time or money, listen in to make sure your business is in the clear. Welcome to the In The Clear Podcast. I am your host, Justin Reckla, and today we are talking to one of the members of the Clear Business Directory. Folks, you're in for a treat today as Marilyn Maka is joining us today on the show. She is by far one of the most authentic people you will ever ever meet. She owns and operates Marilyn Maka Consulting, and she works within women entrepreneurs within the financial industry and helping those business owners go to the next level. So Marilyn, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Justin. That was so gracious. Thank you so much. That felt wonderful. Well, you and I connected at CEO Space, and you are by far one of my favorite people that I've ever met. I think you and I just clicked instantly and it's it's one of those you know you found your tribe when you just sit down and just start talking to somebody and just everything that they're saying just resonates with you as well and i know that you and i connected on multiple levels with the personal development stuff and the transparency stuff and and what's really neat is you've been in your sector the financial sector for some 30 some odd years right yes 30 years and you've got quite the track record. Can you share with the listeners a little bit more about your experience and your background? Thank you, Justin. Yes, I started as a divorcal single mom into a career in my early 30s. I had a, a college education, didn't know what I was going to do with it, was a housewife, a very wonderful position in life. When my son was five, his dad and I divorced, and I started in a career. I had been in math most of my life, loved a math major, and financial planning was very much a buzz going on in the media in the early 80s. And for me, it was about crunching numbers, and I went, well, I think I'd be really good at that. I love planning. I love strategic thinking. I love looking at numbers and and thinking how they work together with us. So long story short, 30 years in the industry as a financial planner and investment advisor, I built and grew a company in Houston, Texas, one of the largest independent investment advisory firms in Houston. And through the process of building the company, as well as meeting with my clients, holding their hands through down markets and knowing that we were looking at their long-term future and what would they love their life to look like, that the numbers would come together for them and we would manage them accordingly. I became certified in many of the facets of the financial industry because I knew it was important for me not only to have that knowledge, but especially during those early stages to have credibility for people to take me seriously. It worked in my behalf. I built not only, as I said, a company, but a clientele that I loved being with them in a way that I actually began to coach and consult with them beyond their investment needs. It was about creating their life and what they would love. I actually sold my company to a young man that had been with me for 12 years that had helped me build the company and that all of my clients knew him. I sold it to him to take care of not only what I had created, what we had created together, but to take care of my clients. 
So I sold it specifically so that I could consult in the industry to train and teach for people to know that they could go beyond their circumstances, that circumstances would never dictate who they would be in a situation again. As you're saying that, I think what makes that story really stand out for me is the fact that you sold that to somebody that you knew, somebody that you had worked with for a long time. And really what I took from that right there was that you weren't so much worried about selling the business for a profit, making money. And by all means, that's definitely part of the game, I know. But what really caught my attention was the fact that you sold it because you wanted to make sure that your clients were taken care of. And in in the world of business today, that is typically something you don't hear a lot about because when somebody sells their business, the primary focus is on how much can I get from it? And you took the opposite approach of, this is something I put 30 years into and I want to make sure the people that came along with me were taken care of when I was no longer part of it. Oh, great listening, Justin. Thank you so much. Yes, and this is a part of what I teach, that it's so much bigger money. And that's what I consulted, what I coached my clients through. Yeah, money, you you bet we'll have money. It's my job, my responsibility to create that with you. And it's so much more. It's the bigger picture. It's coming from your heart. It's finding what really works for you in your life, what's important, your purpose, your why. Well, you know, for catching that so yeah. brilliantly. Well, it's so unique, especially in the financial sector. We see a lot of frauds, a lot of scams in the financial industry. Mm, yes. Uh, as you can imagine. I saw it happen. <laughs> I'm sure you did, especially 30 years in the industry. You see things like the movies like, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, and you see all the hustle and the bustle and stocks going up and down and, you know, the new penny stocks in the marijuana in the industry and all these kinds of things. And you get a lot of financial advisors that are in it solely for the profit. I've been reading a couple of uh, financial books myself, like Tony Robbins' new book, Unshakable. He talks about how you know that the entire industry is, you think you're only paying 2%, but that what you don't realize is that 2% is costing you, in a, you know, over a period of 28 years, is costing you $600,000, $700,000. And there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that to the unexpected client, you know, the, to the uneducated client, they're going to make decisions without really knowing those repercussions. But having somebody like you in their court gives them that home field court advantage because you come in and you build that relationship with them. And again, the money is going to come. The money, it always does because you're focusing on the things that are more important than that. And that's the relationships. That's the long-term stuff of what really keeps the investments going. Yes, and I love, of course, that your lens is through the transparency. I love that, love that. It's why I was so attracted to this process with you immediately. And that's what I do with my clients now, the financial advisors with whom I work, that we look at such a bigger picture. And yes, it's about making money, but it's not about the making money that has the business grow. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Absolutely love that. Marilyn, is there, um, I, I'm sure given the length of time that you've been in the industry, is there anything, one thing that stands out in your minds, a lesson learned that got you to where you're at today that you could share with the listeners? Well, I'm going to use your transparency again. To be transparent, to know that you're coming from a core value, to come from as an advisor, as for me and my now new industry, the consulting, the coaching, taking someone beyond where they are, 
it's always from coming from the why. It's coming, and there have been many books on that as well. It's from knowing that who I'm being is more important than what I'm doing. Because when I'm clear of who I be for my clients, and I train them in that, when they are clear who they are in that evaluation for everyone, that they can be transparent, that they can be what I now term as confidently vulnerable, to know your stuff, to be confident in who you are, and I'm speaking to me too, to be confident in that and to be vulnerable in the sense of, you know what, that's something I need to research. I'm not well versed in that. To be so confident that you can be vulnerable in a situation. That right there, that vulnerability part is in the due diligence arena, what we see a lot of people, what gets people in trouble a lot. And they end up calling us after the fact because they were making decisions without being vulnerable. They weren't going, "Eh, I don't know here. I don't know that. And so so instead of just taking a stop back and going, I don't know, know, that critical thinking piece that we teach, they make a decision from that I don't know place. And then of course it doesn't work out. And then they, call us for cleanup whereas if you don't know pick up the phone call somebody that you trust the advisor shoot somebody an email you know send us an email whatever it is but if you don't know like you said do your own due diligence ask those questions research it and be okay with the i don't know you know that's one of the things that we're teaching my daughter right now our seven-year-old it's just don't make up anything on the flight it's okay to say i don't know yes and in doing such that opens up the possibilities for getting the answers that you need so you can make an educated decision. Yes. It's about reprogramming how we interact. So, so true. And and I think in business, there's this misconception that it's got to be a particular way. And if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, if you don't know it, that says something about you. And every time I hear something like that, I'm always reminded about Henry Ford being called in out of the stand for questioning for his automobile and his safety because he made certain claims that his vehicles were safe and sound. But how could that be? Because he didn't have a high school education, but he he surrounded himself with people who knew the answers. Yes, the support. We're not supposed to do this alone. No, exactly. And what's beautiful is, is that the people that you work with, you know, they've got that in their court when they bring you on as part of their team and knowing that you operate in transparency knowing that you get that piece of it is just huge because they can now move forward in confidence and feeling safe with you because they can now say i don't know and that's okay because they've got you to guide them along the way yes so can you share the people that you're looking for the people that you work with directly how do you work with them and what does that look like for them? What, what do you want them to know about you and how, how you work with them? Thank you, Justin. There are two things that come to mind as you ask that question. The first is I provide consulting for small companies, for businesses, to create synergy, to develop relationships within the company, to maximize strengths as a support team to develop trust not only among themselves and you know in the working situation to count on each other for support but also trust with clients what we're talking about here how do i develop that someone comes in to my operation my practice how do we instill in them from the very beginning 
that they can trust this place, that they know they'll be taken care of. So I do that. I go into small companies. My expertise, of course, is in the financial industry, in financial services companies, because I know their world. I know what they deal with every day. I also work with entrepreneurs, again, who already have a secure business that want to absolutely break through the the perceived glass ceiling into the next stratosphere. And what I teach them is how easy, with ease, it can be. Not that there's not work involved, but that it's work with ease. So that's in the consulting piece with it can be it's with entrepreneurs who are going somewhere and particularly in the financial industry, financial investment advisor practices. That's awesome. And for those of you that are listening right now, uh, you can take a look at Marilyn's profile in the Clear Business Directory at clearbusinessdirectory.com. And Marilyn, is there a website you would like to send listeners to? Yes, it is my name, MarilynMaka.com. And unless this is after June, <laughs> it's being revised. So you'll get a glimmer of, of what's coming, what has really been created out of Justin's help and other people that I've met at the CEO space. Well, that's absolutely. My support team. Exactly. And it, well, it's just more the support team. It's, it's a family, right? Oh, it is. It, oh, it is. is. Absolutely. It's super exciting. Well, Marilyn, thank you so much. Again, folks, if you are in the financial sector, Check out Marilyn's profile. Give her a call. Pick her brain. She is by far one of the most authentic people I have ever met and one of my favorite people. And, and Marilyn, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Such a delight. Thank you. If you or your business has been ripped off by a fraud or scam, visit in theclearpodcast.com and let us know.